Hey there, friends of Holy Shenanigans Podcast. I'm thrilled to share that I'll be recording live from the Wild Goose Festival this July 11 through 14. Wild Goose Festival is a transformational community grounded in faith-inspired social justice. It's a one-of-a-kind gathering that brings together activists, artists, and seekers from all walks of life to explore justice and art, spirituality, and community. The festival will take place at Van Hoy Farms in Union Grove, North Carolina, and I'd love for you to join me there. From engaging workshops to inspired panels and interactive experiences, Wild Goose has something for everyone. So mark your calendars and let's be part of this incredible community that is committed to making a positive impact in the world. For more information, visit www. WildGooseFestival.org. As one of my followers, use a discount code A-TLE24. That's A-TLE24. And you'll get $50 off the price of an adult weekend ticket. We will see you there at the Wild Goose Festival to connect, to build community, and to work for social justice. shenanigans. I'm your muse, Tara Lamont Eastman, a creative, a feminist, and a pastor. In this week's episode, we'll hear about the expansive love of the Good Shepherd, a story about a 100-day dress challenge, and the gift of unexpected friendship that it brings. This week's Bible text comes from John's Gospel that is called the Good Shepherd Reading because it falls on the Sunday dubbed, you guessed it, Good Shepherd Sunday. Once upon a time, with this very same name, in the entrance of that church was a marble statue with a placard that said, Good Shepherd. I remember thinking an entranceway to be an odd place for a Good Shepherd statue. Wouldn't it be better in an outdoor garden? This Good Shepherd statue comes from this text in John, where he speaks of the shepherd Jesus, the shepherd who lays down his life for his sheep. For this other flock. This Jesus is willing to put all he is on the line for someone else. A particular part of this reading that I love is this And I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that do not belong to this fold. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock, one shepherd. This statement tells me that the Good Shepherd is not only brave and willing to care for the flock that is known, but is looking out for a flock that is somewhere else or someone else. Jesus is the Good Shepherd, this is true. Jesus is a Good Shepherd of flocks, of peoples that might surprise us. But when I think of the many examples of Jesus loving people that the establishment could care less for, this Good Shepherd of other flocks shouldn't come to a surprise. Let's do a little bit of review, shall we? Jesus calls the fishermen, uneducated men, to be his students. 
And then early in his ministry, Jesus calls a woman not of his tribe, a dog. And that woman calls Jesus to account and helps to expand Jesus' vision of who he is called to serve and care for. Then think about all the women in the Gospels, from the woman at the well to Mary that anointed Jesus with perfume to his mother, Mary. Without all those Marys, where would Jesus be? Truth be told, Mary Magdalene, found in John chapter 20, is cited to be the first of Jesus' followers to proclaim his resurrection. Mary Magdalene, my dear Holy Shenanigans listeners, is the very first preacher. With all these examples of Jesus involving, learning from, and shepherding these outsiders, why wouldn't we assume the expansive and inclusive nature of Jesus? It seems to me that the good news of God, per Jesus' example, and the statement of other flocks, is to be inclusive of all people. This is a point that the big C church and little C churches and peoples that name themselves as Jesus' followers need to remember. A good shepherd is always on the lookout for vulnerable sheep. A good shepherd does not limit themselves to care for the folks or the sheep they currently have. A good shepherd is about the work of laying down their lives for all sheep, and to extend this metaphor, all peoples. All peoples. Instead of thinking about who is in or out of the kingdom of God, perhaps followers of Jesus should be seeking out to live this good shepherd, expansive vision. But then again, this probably shouldn't be a should. It should just be a do in following Jesus. Remember that oddly placed good shepherd statue I mentioned a bit ago? It was locked away and preserved for one flock to enjoy. That seems short-sighted in contrast to the real example of Jesus, the good shepherd. I think Jesus is calling us to open the doors and live into this message of God's expansive love and mercy. This statue of the Good Shepherd, I think, would be better placed outside where all people could enjoy it. Or even better, Jesus the Good Shepherd could be reminding us, me included, that his flock is bigger than we have yet to imagine. Which brings me to a holy shenanigan story about a 100-day dress challenge and the flock who wear them. In January of this year, I embarked on a clothing experiment that had piqued my interest. It involved a challenge to wear a dress made of merino wool for 100 days straight and to document this 100-day experiment with daily photos. Wearers are encouraged to post their photos to social media with the hashtag wool and. Isn't this brilliant marketing? The company challenges the wearers to learn about the durability and function of their clothing. And while this podcast is not sponsored by said company, I've been quite impressed with the dress I affectionately call Row. And over this almost 100 days, I've learned a lot about this company and the dress that I've worn. But what I've learned more about is the expansive flock of people who take part in this challenge. Each day I post my photos on my Instagram and fellow Woolies post theirs. We find people that are on the same day as us and we look forward to seeing how people will use their creativity to style and accessorize their dress. All of this is great fun, but there is actually something more going on with this dress challenge. 
What I've discovered in this eclectic collection of people across the globe is a sincere love and care for one another. You may question the depth of connection that can take place via social media, but I assure you, these connections are real and life-giving. You might argue that this is just a brilliant marketing scheme, that in each day as people share their photos and their dresses, it gets more attention for this business. That is probably true. But what is more true about these snapshots are the pictures of people's lives that are shown there. There are people from all walks of life. There are people who are religious. There are people who are not religious. There are people who are going through tough times, illness, death, divorce, job loss. There are people who are celebrating good times, graduations, marriages, births, completions of marathons. This woolly flock is made up of a diversity of humanity. BIPOC, white, Asian, LGBTQI, straight, non-binary, and so on. What I first thought was an exercise in creativity and moderation became an introduction to another flock of a beautiful and diverse humanity. Earlier this week in the Facebook group for the Woolies Tribe, a member said this, I think this group might personify love that we hope our churches do. This is most certainly true, that the love, care, and laying down of life I've witnessed in almost 100 days is part of this community. This is the flock, the tribe of people caring for each other, and in some cases, being able to make the shift from online friendships to meeting in person. Over the last 100 days, I've found that this flock translates love for one another in through and across all the diverse cultural differences we find there. Once upon a time, I was called a clothes horse, meaning I didn't need a piece of clothing I wouldn't try. Trying out this 100-day dress challenge for me was a way to let go of some excess in my closet. In this exchange of letting go of some clothing, I've learned to live with one dress for 100 days. This challenge has also been a space for me to let go of loneliness, and to gain friendships that are true and authentic. I find sometimes I'm amazed that I didn't know about this group 100 days ago. But then again, friendships and love are expansive, aren't they? Friendships help us to learn things about ourselves and the world that we wouldn't know without a friend. I don't know if you want to try to wear the same dress for 100 days like myself and my fellow Woolies, but the question I'd like to pose is this, where can you release some loneliness today? Where can you become part of a flock that is focused on the expansion of love, the expansion of friendship, and embrace your part of humanity that likens us to live less and less in exclusivity? to lay down a solitary existence and take up an existence that is part of a whole and beloved community. Who would have thought that just under 100 days ago that I would have learned so much from wearing the same dress day in and day out for 100 days. There's more to this challenge than a little gray dress. There's a call of the good shepherd to embrace people that we might say are other and allow others, all peoples, to embrace us. Which brings me to this week's poem. 
dedicated to all the Woolies out there everywhere. Thank you for being my beloved community. Can I wear a dress, the same dress, for 100 days? What an absurd question. Why ever would I try this way? Because, dear heart, you are much more than the clothes you wear. Because, dear heart, you are called to share. Because, dear heart, you aren't meant to walk alone. Because, dear heart, there is a gift here to be sown. Stitched in everyday sorrows to lighten your load. Weaving joyous moments that glimmer and show. Wearing the plain, the precious, the day and the night. With a flock of all peoples, what a beautiful sight. What wonder, what mercy might there be found in a flock of people making a beloved community. Thank you for joining me for Holy Shenanigans. To learn more about the 100-Day Dress Challenge, go to woolandcom Visit me at my Instagram, Holy Shenanigans Podcast, or do a Google search with the hashtag 100-Day Dress Challenge. You're always invited to join me on this unpredictable spiritual adventure that is always sacred, but never stuffy, and just so happens this week to involve a wool dress. 